Hello, I'm back, and I'm sure you'll be happy to know I've collected my full thoughts on the male gaze and whether or not the female gaze exists in contrast, and that's what I'm ready to talk about today. So I'm going to be discussing whether or not the female gaze does exist, and it's something that is coined in film, used to describe visual arts or any kind of project that does not cater the heterosexual male viewer in any way, and as opposed to the male gaze, which is defined in Wikipedia as being described in feminist theory as the act of depicting women in the world in the visual arts and in literature from a masculine heterosexual perspective, and it represents women as sexual objects for the sole pleasure of the hetero male viewer. So we're thinking pretty much any film made ever where the woman is sexualized and usually diminished to her assets, her physical assets, and behaves in ways that are not realistic and are so clearly just fan service for the male fantasy. And this is a result of us living in a society that is built on the patriarchy, which is we are raised to see ourselves from the male perspective and literally everything is catered to cis straight men, specifically white cis straight men is the main demographic that our whole system, creative business, government or otherwise, revolves around. So, of course, that's going to be reflected in art and our media. And when it's flip-flopped, there's that thing that when a woman has autonomy and is comfortable in her own sexuality, then it's frowned upon. Like, there was that statue where the women are always, you know, the women are always naked in sculptures, like, because they're body body studies type. But as soon as you put a phone where it looks like she's taking a selfie, then it's no longer art because we're no longer objectifying her without her consent almost. Men only in this patriarchal society, it's created this environment where men only want women when they are objectified on their own terms. And that ties into the male gaze in film portraying and objectifying the characters in a way unbeknownst to them or in a way that they don't quite have full autonomy over. It's still catering to men. They do it for men rather than themselves or they do it in a way that is appealing to men. It's still not something that a man would frown upon it by any means. And anytime a film alter- alters that, anytime a film tries to push back against that, there's huge backlash. And we've already seen that with the Barbie movie. And even that, I mean, Margot Robbie is a very conventionally stereotypical attractive woman. Woman, I mean, no one by any means in that movie is stereotypically unattractive. And that is the point. 
but I think that definitely gives a pass through the male gaze rather than a movie that features all minorities that do not fit the patriarchal beauty standard would be huge there would be huge backlash and we see that with celebrities like Lizzo being confident in their bodies and not showing any desire to change their bodies and have being sexual and being confident and doing that in a way that isn't stereotypically attractive according to the patriarchy and it just drives people it drives that demographic absolutely nuts when things aren't catered to them anymore it's like oh my gosh it the world doesn't revolve around me that's absolutely crazy so when we're talking sorry I got off track there but the male gaze was termed in 1973 by feminist theorist Laura Mulvey and it was in her paper on a visual it was called visual pleasure and narrative cinema and it was an academic article and it later got published in a magazine but it was a little too thick dense for people to understand but lately it's been circulating around TikTok and that was fun for a while but there's also been a lot of these little micro trends that have popped off TikTok that just kind of bug me that prompted me to come on a public platform and talk about it because I think we need to be critical (laughs) about I don't know why we're saying like the outcome of what we're saying like what's going to happen when we say things like are we applauding too much because from the male gaze the discussion of the male gaze has come men that are coined written by a woman now written for the female gaze and it's given permission for like this generation of men to cater to what they think women would like in a whole new way and then get applauded for it which completely goes against the point in the first place which is to not objectify women in a way that promotes validating men and then here we are validating men at the expense of women and it's just because they painted their nails or something like that it's just the dis like the cognitive dissonance is just very interesting and the question i prompt is can the female gaze fully exist in the same way that the male exi- male gaze exists like we can't quite objectify a gender that is not historically oppressed and that the system does not systemically <laughs> oppress over time that we don't pay less you know they don't have men don't have to worry about uh going to job interviews with too much makeup or too little makeup well men can wear makeup but that's not a requirement for them whereas women if you don't wear makeup there are scientific studies done on the perception of how you are how are you perceived in job interviews based on how much makeup you're wearing for a woman because we are so brainwashed to view women at a higher standard at this higher standard catered to men whereas we're applauding men for the bare minimum and calling it the female gaze so is it really the same thing because women are being held to this 
insane standard where we have to cater to all men's needs at the same time and also be the caregivers and also be the homemakers and also be the cleaners and also be the emotional support and the therapists and the breadwinners. And then men paint their nails and we're like, oh my God, they were written by a woman. They were made for me. They know all the secrets to the female body and the female mind. They're tapped in. They're enlightened. And all they did was like make a TikTok fingering their gamer controller. Like it's just wild and it's dangerous. It feels dangerous to be applauding because it gives another outlet for men to be perceived as safe and invade safe spaces when they're not. It's just, I think we should stop setting the bar so low and applauding the bare minimum and thinking that makes them somehow a good person and has outgrown the social conditioning that we literally were raised in that makes women view every part of ourselves from the male gaze. Men don't go around. They are catering to other men. That's why we have superheroes and all this really gay stuff like this everything that's super masculine is just so gay wrestling you know it's just (laughs) whereas everything women do is has to be for men it has to be acceptable to men otherwise it is ostracized and it is looked down upon and it's not taken seriously and it's spit on and catcalled and just all these just literally disgusting vile things anything perceived as girly, it just sparks an entire outrage. And that's kind of where the whole bimbo movement comes from is because women and some people of any gender identity should be allowed to express themselves and partake in whatever aesthetic they want without being perceived as less valid. So that's just something to think about. That's the question I pose is, can it really be the same thing? And where are we going with this, with this little trend of ours, with the men written by a woman, whereas women written by men was the trend that sparked that one, which is just viewing women as sexual objects. It's not even viewing women as, though female gaze too is more sympathetic and empathetic. It's, I like a man who's smart. There's so many jokes about that. Like, oh, I like a man who's smart. I like a man who cooks. I like a man who's emotionally intelligent. Whereas men are like, I want a girl with, you know, fat ass and small tits. (laughs) A little waist. That's what I want. It's just too, they're not, one's multifaceted and actually still sees men as full-fledged human beings, whereas the male gaze is just so two-dimensional and shallow and reduces women to their sexual sex appeal. And that's the whole aim of the patriarchy is to minimize women in any way we can, including degrading in film and whatever subconscious subliminal messaging that may be. You know, and intentional or not, I'm not saying it's an Illuminati conspiracy theory to brainwash people into hating women. I'm just saying everything we consume affects how we interact with each other and with society. So it's not that far of a stretch to say that this kind of thinking can produce 
dangerous outcomes. So let me know what you think. Let me know your favorite movies that center around the female gaze. The first one that comes to mind for me is Marie Antoinette because it's like a hist- it is a historical, I mean, semi-historical, mostly fictional retelling of Marie Antoinette, but it's a very feminized way. And there's a lot of ruffles and doing their hair and makeup and shopping for shoes and having a little, having, you know, brunch with the girlies. And it's all very sapphic and just nothing about it is catered to men. And it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see in film. So let me know your favorite things and let me know if I'm, if I'm reaching too much. And I'll talk to you again when I feel like it.